0: Happy Wednesday, my friends. It is, in fact, Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month, um, the glorious month of April. And I thought that it would be fitting to not only really share my personal story and um, just something that has affected my life a lot, but also shed light on the feelings that can come from being violated in that way. So I want to speak up for the survivors out there who have lost their voice because I understand what that feels like. So without further ado, Tainted Love. Bucking with someone's sexuality is preying on their ultimate weakness. This person, who was stripped to their most raw, vulnerable form, now carries the shame of being unwillingly exposed. Sexual energy is powerful because those feelings dig into the soul. If partners have an unequal deal and one is taking advantage of the other's energy, the pleasure the other side once felt from this connection becomes painful. And that pain rests in the soul. I understand this feeling. I became shameful of my sexual nature because I saw how it could be used as a weapon against me. My thought process was I needed to protect this vulnerability I have because that is the only option to protect my tainted heart. That's why I kept my eyes down and avoided the gaze of those who saw me that way. The problem was that Everything I was seeing in pop culture was the hypersexualization of the thin, pretty girl. And those girls were the ones with the perfect lifestyle. Instagram became a tool that I could sport a little bikini in for the boys my age, and I began to see the kind of attention one could get from their sexual or the eyes of the admirer. So I fell into it. I began to control how much of myself I was willing to expose and hid behind the persona who was confident in their sexual drive. From then on, I slowly became more comfortable with expressing myself, especially if it brought me the attention of head honchos ruling the school, because then I would be protected. The reality was, these boys couldn't give less of a shit about the emotional comfort I could provide them. And I would get tossed away because I became a liability I was too emotional for them. I began to detach myself from the emotional nature of sex because it looked like these boys held power over me, since I had more of an emotional stake invested in our encounters. I became hypersexual because I felt like if I could control how others perceive me, I would never find myself unwillingly exposed. While I may have thought I was controlling the minds of my sexual partners, I was not even close. Because I would give my gift away without the appreciation it deserved. The beauty of deep human connection deserves to be respectfully appreciated. So that connection doesn't break into something ugly. An unpure soul will find itself longing to find the pain behind the pleasure. So my tainted heart fell into it. And I had my fun. Or at least I told myself it was fun. And once again, my most vulnerable, raw being wasn't being appreciated. That began to seep into my thoughts about myself outside of romantic relationships. I questioned everything about myself. My whole identity felt attacked because others' perception of me mattered more than my own, since I could control that. That's why I felt so lost for so long. I understand why people say survivors often lose their voice, because being myself became a weakness and a liability. I became a survivor. From then on, I was going through my life surviving, trying to push these negative emotions about sex down because I knew my sex drive was going to be something prevalent for a long time. I tried to avoid these feelings, but being the emotional person I am, I was unable to escape them and impacted my life regularly. I had to deal with them at some point, and dealing with them meant looking inward and taking myself out of survival mode, showing that scared little girl that I am capable of protecting myself. Before this, I felt like I could not use my voice because it seemed like the only thing I wanted to talk about was the pain I was constantly feeling. No one wants to be around the girl with resting sad face, because that just brings the mood down. Or at least that's what I told myself. So the self-doubt kicked in, the feeling of unworthiness for pleasure stuck around, and I got really depressed. I felt like no one heard me, and that I was utterly alone, even if I was in a room full of people. I dimmed my light down and only found it shining again in the collision of others through romantic relationships. Someone would listen to my troubles because they finally cared. So I got my voice and my power back. But like I've been saying this whole time, that would only ever bring me more pain once I realized I could no longer rely on that person to get my power back. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm writing and trying to show my true self because I want to break this pattern. I'm sick and tired of trying to fit into the mold that was set to survive because I'm done trying to be someone I'm not. I'm done trying to cause the least amount of trouble because I don't want to look like an outcast about to blow because then I would be a liability, right? most importantly, I'm done thinking I have to be scared of love. I'm just gonna speak up because this is who I am. And if you don't like what I'm saying, stop reading or listening. If you don't like me, great. We don't get along. But I think it's about time someone started saying it because personally, I haven't heard it enough. I also hope that if any kind of impact comes from my efforts in posting. It is one that sheds light on an experience that far too many people go through. I want to show that it is not something to be ashamed of because unfortunately, we cannot control other people's actions. We can only control our own actions. To all the victims out there, whether these feelings lay dormant or outwardly express themselves, I want to remind you that you didn't deserve that kind of violation. While it may not feel like it, there are people out there you can trust, and sex can be pleasurable. You have every right to express your sexual nature in any way you see fit, and you should not have to change anything about that for the likes of others. For all the times, I felt like I needed to be comfortable with the casual nature of sex with others. And all the times, I felt like I needed to find approval in someone else's worth of me. I say no more. I'm going to do whatever feels right when it comes to being in those kinds of relationships and not give a shit whether or not I look like a prude for holding back or a slut for expressing the confidence I have in my sexuality. My sexuality is mine, and I know now the best sex comes from when the power is equal, that real chemistry and fireworks, because then there's a sense of comfort surrounding sharing that part of myself with others, not shame. All right, ladies and gents, yes, we are pausing, and we are doing this again, because the last ad worked and Ronnie is just trying to get her motherfucking bag, man. Anyway, still out here using Anchor FM, um I had literally zero zilch nada experience with podcasting. And yes, I have in fact listened to myself on Spotify. I sound great, and that is all thanks to anchor f m They make it so easy, and the just dashboard everything super user friendly, so if you, the remarkable genius you are, want to record your incredibly insightful words and thoughts, just head on over to anchor. Create a free account. Bingo, bingo, bongo, done. Your podcast is ready. Thank you. God damn it, Ronnie. Why'd you have to bring the mood down? Oh, I know, right? How awful of me to disrupt your scrolling through Instagram of hotties with a body with a really uncomfortable subject. And um, if you don't know, what I'm talking about is the video that I posted on Instagram today, which was basically just like a somewhat summarized, but honestly, even longer version of this blog post. Um, I totally understand why people feel uncomfortable listening to this because it is someone's most vulnerable part of themselves and we want to see sex in a positive light um we like to romanticize it and we like to also make a shitload of money off of sex thank you hollywood um but we're not gonna talk about the bad shit that happens because if we're not talking about it that means all of those feelings of all of those one in four women one in 33 men and one in two transgender people have to carry that guilt and shame the reason i know this is because I have carried it. And I also know that we all want our feelings to be validated. That's why we talk about things. That's why therapy is a huge fucking help. Because we feel all the feelings throughout our day. We can try and suppress them. We can try and compartmentalize. And, you know, a lot of the times we do have to do that. Because We are being stimulated all the time. So we have to pick and choose which ones we're going to let take over. What I'd like to bring to your attention is the feeling of sexual assault, especially, and this is personally for my case, so that's why um, I'm saying it this way those instances that don't seem like a big deal, the uncomfortable touching, um, the remarks, comments, those things, like, it's something that I wanted to try and push down for so long because I just, I was like, why... Why do I need to, why do I feel the need to tell people? I shouldn't want to tell people. This is my own personal thing. And it's very uncomfortable. I know if I say something about it, people are going to feel weird because it's a bad thing. Clearly, with all of the fucking issues we have in our society, especially with racism, We can't run away from these uncomfortable conversations anymore. And that's why I'm bringing this up. Because we should not be running away from these conversations anymore. And with that, we need to do better about letting other people express their sexuality and accepting that. Because to me, it seems Really weird that I have been taught that if I am too sexual, a man is not going to want me. But if I am too prude, a man is not going to want me. That doesn't make a lot of sense in my head. (laughs) And... I just, like, I see so much that we are getting so much better in terms of accepting sexuality, openly speaking about it. But that's the thing is, like, we will still talk about the positive aspects of it. And while it is, yes, much harder to talk about the negative aspects, it is that much more important that we are. So we know the difference between consent and not consent. What is right and what is wrong. Because that line in the middle is very unclear. And I have seen that so many times. Not just in my own case, but in so many of the people that surround me in my life. So that's why there is a literal fire in my heart to speak up about this. So, you know, I'm still going to be going on this journey of expressing my emotions. And this is a huge one. This is a huge breakthrough of me completely putting myself out there. Because this is my trauma and it does not define me. But it has been such a large aspect of my life because it is a deep rooted feeling, a deep rooting feeling that could not just go away. So I hope that you understand the gravity of sexual assault and how it affects someone because of how dramatically I'm expressing this pain. Because this is life unfiltered with Ronnie. This is just me and my emotions. It is not thinking, it is feeling. So I hope you, I hope this brings some light to a really ugly place because I think the closer and more progress moving forward we get to accepting sexuality on all ends. And, you know, I say boy versus girl just because that's been, you know, the most prevalent experience in my life. But all relationships and Even things get so tricky with emotionally abusive relationships. I touched on this in the video. Because that is still connected to sex. And I have seen so many of my friends' ex or current boyfriends use that like emotional stake that us women have in it to get what they want in terms of sex because there is clearly an unequal attachment there so that's why I really want people to think about the intentions they have behind sharing an intimate moment with someone because it should be equal And it should be something that we all feel comfortable communicating with each other. And if I go on a date and I decide to go home with that guy and I just want to fucking make out. And that's not a fucking seventh grade thing, okay? Because sometimes if you just want to do that, you should fucking be able to. And... You know, if there's any guys out there listening to this and you're kind of thinking in your head like, well, I don't expect that. That's, yeah. But for so, so, so long, girls have been taught that guys do expect that from the behavior of boys. So please consider that. And that's why taking steps and holding yourself accountable and holding your friends accountable when it comes to ending rape culture is such a huge thing and if you don't know what I'm talking about with rape culture please look it up I you know I'm just gonna put it out there follow rain r-a-i-n-n on instagram they have a bunch of good resources if you go to my instagram I have linked a few um, just accounts that talk about consent and consent training. So if you really want to be an advocate for the survivors out there, please get yourself on this because it is just about educating ourselves. And I'm not saying stress yourself out, make yourself feel bad because you don't know enough. No, just look at a few posts about consent. Do little tiny things to remind yourself what healthy relationships and healthy sexual relationships are like because it should be so good. And the reason I keep saying that is because I've seen and I've had experiences with incredible and pleasurable sexual experiences. And everyone deserves to feel that way. It is the gift that we get being a human and having our own bodies. And that is the thing. No one should be able to take your body away from you. But if it does happen, no one should make you feel ashamed for that happening. So... You know, obviously a lot was said in this. Um, I send it with a lot of love for anyone out there. Because I don't know about you, but right now things feel pretty heavy. You know, we're still trying to work on our mental health. We're still in a pandemic. Things are kind of looking up, but we don't really know. And we are all just trying to put in the work. It's scary to let go of other people's judgments, but I think if we all just do a little more like inner focus on ourselves, it could help a lot because I think... You know, we all need to learn from each other and keep an open mind. So, you know, I understand that those of you listening definitely do have an open mind. Because I am spilling my guts about all the shit. Um, And I just really do say thank you for listening because, you know, I bet that this impacts me a whole lot more than it does you and I really hope it impacts you and I hope that it makes you feel a little bit more confident in yourself because you should feel confident in yourself and I can say that to anyone who's listening because I genuinely believe that. Every single human deserves to feel confident in themselves because we are all our beautiful own human beings, no matter what stupid shit the media tries to tell us. So, I'll stop my ranting. Again, thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks.